remember how I told you me and my friends played Choo Choo? Yeah, I remember that. Okay, we've moved on to a new game. We are now playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and it is fucking fun as shit. Bro, you gotta get a you gotta get an Xbox or a PlayStation and play with us. Be like, on like our an squad. Xbox 360. We have an Xbox One, but we also have an Xbox 360. This is how serious we are tonight. We just we were talking, me and my husband, and we were like, um, what if we took that TV that's up in the bedroom and put it downstairs and hooked up our other Xbox to it so we both could have our own TV and Xbox while we played? Because it's split screen right now. So, like, you would be playing together on two separate screens? Yeah. With our friends. Because we, we have a squad. And we, we uh, when we play, we squad up. That's what we call it. We squad up. Like, do you allocate who on the squad gets to call strangers the N-word? Oh, no. We don't do that stuff. We don't do that stuff. Because that, that's, like, but the we... only impression I have of online gaming. We don't, we don't engage with anybody. Like, we have our sound turned off. We, are, we do a Zoom call with each other while we play so that we're Zooming and talking and telling each other, you know, like, go, let's go take over this building and, like, guard this building and then, like, that'll be our base or whatever. <laughs> That's how we do it. Um, but we don't, we don't engage with anybody that we play with online. Though we did play, we did play... You know, because sometimes we, you can do six on six, which is what we do, but sometimes there's only five of us, and we played, and this one dude was on our squad, because they just randomly assign him, assign people, and we lost so bad, but he did so good. <laughs> like, he got, like, I don't know, 50 kills or some crazy thing, and he messaged in, like, the chat. He was like, well, I almost won, <laughs> and then he left. He was like, I don't want to play with these losers. You know he's, like, 12. Probably he or he's an incel. That's who is really good at these games is incels. And see, maybe that's why I don't play video games because I fuck. Ah, uh, see, but I do too. I have two kids. I can prove it. But video games are fun, man. They're I, fun. I need to get into video games because I need one more thing to make my wife resent me. Ah, to have her play with you. I bet. I bet she would really get into it. It's like a way to like let out all this tension. Here's the thing. You just got to be good enough so that you kill more people than you die. Because if you kill death ratio, your like death ratio is like higher than your kill, you're useless to the team. Which I just started being better than my death ratio. So. So what you're saying is Trump needs to kill more people to make up for COVID. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. That's right. And he will. He will keep that promise. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Yeah. We're kicking it old school, just the two of us. Yeah. It's old cozy sc- on the pod. Old school, even though we've only had two guests <laughs> ever <laughs> in our, like, 40 episodes. We're still kicking it old school. So, yeah, um, let's dive right in. Yeah. Uh, just the other day, a list of uh, PPP loan recipients came out. Yes, and for people who aren't aware, the PPP loans were basically uh, a program that got passed in Congress, and it was meant to mostly help mom and pop 
businesses, small businesses, we'll say, anything like, you know, under 100 employees, um, keep their lights on and pay their bills and keep their employees employed during the pandemic. It's PPP stands for the Paycheck Protection Program. It's literally so small businesses don't have to cut employees. Right. And what we found out is um, a lot of these loans have gone to billionaires, very successful companies. $273 million was loaned to more than 100 companies that are owned or operated by donors to Trump. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. So let me just go through the list. We, we can stop and talk as we go. But this is the list that I compiled with my research. Um, one of the people who got a loan was uh, Grover Norquist. As you all know, he's an anti-tax what? crusader. Yes. This is particularly egregious because he's criticized the fiscal scale of the government's coronavirus response. And yet, this motherfucker, this is the same guy who said we need to drown the government in the bathtub like a baby or some shit. What did he say? I can't. What's the government so small it can drown, you can drown it in the bathtub. Right. Why did I add the baby part? <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> because you're a parent of a small child and you want nothing more than to drown a baby in a bathtub. No, 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 I don't. Don't say that. That's terrible. Anyways, he's terrible. I'm projecting. You are. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Madeline Albright's consulting firm, which also is a very successful consulting firm. Um, David Bossy's nonprofit. He is a former Trump campaign official. Uh, both of the uh, private schools that Trump and Obama's kids went to, um, Observer Holdings, that that is the Kushner family-owned sort of media empire. I don't know if you would call it an empire, but they owned Observer Observer Media. That's the um, parent company of the New York Observer newspaper. Yeah, right. Which Kushner ran into the fucking toilet. Yes, he's a terrible editor. I mean, not editor, owner. Publisher, um, yeah. Publisher. Do you know, did you read that um, Kushner went to the editors of The Observer and asked them to dumb down the language because he couldn't read his own newspaper? I did know that. Yes, I did you know You know, I think last week's guest uh, wrote for The Observer a couple times. Oh, wow. Mm, imagine, imagine Kushner as your boss. Um, ugh, he's so dumb. He just fails up. Uh Two of Kushner's family's real estate companies got between one and two million dollars. The Daily Caller got got a loan, and these are all people who got above two hundred and fifty thousand. They didn't um, release data on people who got less than that, I believe. Twenty twenty presidential candidate Kanye West. Yep, got a he, PPP loan. He did for his um his uh fashion company that's worth i think three billion or six billion it's like worth a lot yeah yeezy just signed yeezy the brand not kanye west but yeezy just signed a 10-year collaboration with the gap which is like the biggest grift ever because there's no way in hell the gap's going to be around 10 years from now hell no the gap's barely making it now um also uh did i say this the daily caller did i say that yeah um, also, a hundred or ten thousand Catholic churches and hundreds of Jewish groups received um, money 
Several churches with outspoken Trump supporters and close associates amassed at least $17.3 million. I just wonder, should a church get tax dollars? They don't churches pay don't pay taxes. That's my big issue. Yeah. You, you know, like, you... we could solve so much. We could fund so many of these programs that people ask how we can pay for if we just tax the churches. Right. So it's like, why are you guys... Um, taking tax money when you refuse to pay taxes. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, can we... I mean, we digress. That's what we do on this show. Mm-hmm. Did you read the uh, Supreme Court ruling regarding um, employment and religious institutions? I... Was it religious? In, I, was it only religious institutions? Yeah, it's specifically religious institutions. Uh, so some background. Um... Religious institutions were given what I believe was called like the ministerial exemption, which allowed them to fire ministers. Okay. For any reason. Like there, there was no protected class. No, well, race is the one thing that's protected. But other than that, they could fire ministers for any reason. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple of Catholic schools fired two teachers. One because she got pregnant. And one because she got cancer. What? Yes. How are they going to be a, a a place of God, which I don't Fires. believe in, <laughs> and do that shit? That no, is not godlike. Wild. <sighs> so, the court ruled that these teachers were part of the ministry, and as such, could be fired for any fucking reason. That's crazy. So that went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme yes, Court and, said, the, and, and the Supreme Court ruled on behalf of the churches. So what that means is that universities that are, that are religious institutions, like some of our major universities, like Georgetown is a Jesuit university. Isn't, um, shit, what is it? What is it where Rudy went to school? Rudy. Oh, the Notre Dame. No, isn't that a religious school? Yeah, I thought you meant Rudy Giuliani, but you meant, like, actually Sean Astin <laughs> yeah, football player. Yeah. I couldn't remember his real name. You know, the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, 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 him. Isn't that a religious school? Yeah, absolutely. So they could theoretically fire a professor for any given reason now. or like Even if they're tenured? Uh, tenure's a little bit tricky. That, that's its own special thing. Yeah, which I know it's very hard to get tenure. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, churches getting PPP loans. Yes, churches. Okay. So also. um, But not churches chicken. Oh man, I used to love some churches chicken. Uh, Billionaire property developer Joe Farrell. He's a prominent Republican fundraiser. He's he received up to a million dollars in coronavirus funds. He's a billionaire. So like, here's the thing. When people go, yeah, but their businesses need, you know, the money too or whatever. It's like, yeah, technically they meet the criteria. Okay, yes, but like the spirit of it, no, come on. They're not meeting the spirit of it and they're taking advantage. And Trump and his administration are just funneling them fucking money. Okay, so also, Jeff Koons. Yeah, okay, so... Oh, wait, I don't want to upset our fans in the art world. Okay. But I know that big name artists 
don't paint all of their own work. They don't sculpt all of their own yeah. work. They have a lot of assistants. You know, mm -hmm. They're in charge with the concept. The concept is the art. Mm -hmm. But like Bob Ross painted all his own shit. Mm -hmm. also, Why does Jeff, Jeff Koons... Jeff Koons is very successful and rich. Yeah, off some goddamn balloon animal sculptures. Oh, those things are... Aren't they, like, garish? I find them to be, like, very garish. Do you like them? I... You know, the first time I saw one, I was like, that's kind of cool. And then the second time I saw one, I was like, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, he does. Does he do anything else? I don't know. I don't care. Okay, so also a bunch of politicians also received their companies or companies they were connected to received money. Or their families' companies. Mm -hmm. So uh, Matt, Matt Gates, he has Caregivers, Inc. That's a Pensacola-based company. He has a holding in that. They received a hundred to two hundred and fifty thousand. Wait, they received that's his holding in it. He received a loan between three hundred and fifty and a million. What what does this organization do? Does it like adopt strange Cuban boys? I don't yeah, probably. And then deny that they're they know them in social media posts years ago. <laughs> that's what he does. Um, who else? the Church of Scientology. They I got. mean, I'm not going to bang on the Church of Scientology. I mean, if we're going to count any of these churches as legitimate tax-free organizations, why not the Church of Spaghetti or whatever that shit is? Dude, they're worth a billion dollars. Dude, Catholic Diocese got money. The Catholic yeah. Church is the world's largest private landowner. Yeah. Ah, multiple real estate companies in Florida with links to Trump. Um, also... Representative Roger Williams, he's a Republican in Texas. He benefited from a PP loan that was valued between one and two million for his car dealership in Texas. Nancy Pelosi's husband. Mm. Did he get one too? He did. He got between three hundred and fifty thousand and a million. Man, fuck these Democrats. Fuck these fuck Nancy Pelosi. Fuck Chuck Schumer. Like what the fuck? You know what my favorite PPP loan is? The Ayn Rand Institute. Oh, that one's so good. So good. That's better than Grover Norquist. It is. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's fitting because Ayn Rand herself died on Social Security. Yeah, she did. She did. And all she did was, like, belittle people who needed help from the government. The takers. Mm-hmm. The rank fucking hypocrisy. I right, Rand, if you're listening to this shit, come on the show. No, I was going to say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Anybody who likes her, go fuck yourself. Um, who else? I mean, Representative Vern Buchanan, he's a Republican in Florida. He's one of the top ten wealthiest, wealthiest members of Congress. His car dealership between received between two and six million dollars how do they all have car dealerships because they're all weasels nice yeah mm -hmm. so i was looking at um a local list mm -hmm. and a charter school got between here in pittsburgh got between three and five million dollars and i'm like what the fuck like first of all you didn't lose any revenue you lost no money like the taxpayers pay your shit what how did they do that I have no idea. And I started looking. Local private schools got millions of dollars. And Dude, like, it's just smash and grab. You guys, they, already, they already paid. People already paid their tuition. What the exactly. fuck? Exactly. Like, you have no lost revenue. 
it's just a it, smash and grab. That's all it is. That's this is what this is. It's it's just fucking Trump and his. He's a criminal and a con man, and he's grifting, and this is all he's doing is taking money, and and making billionaires got like what two hundred, three hundred billion dollars wealthier since the pandemic began. Where is our PPP loan? This show has made no money since the COVID pandemic. It, ever. This show has made no money ever, but we could probably qualify. <laughs> Seriously? We all need to get on labor, that. All this labor that we do. How about how about the the CARES Act is going to expire in, like, what, three weeks? And there's, what, still 30-some million people unemployed? Do they want people to riot? Is that what they want? I read earlier today that they're kicking around the idea of another stimulus, but they are setting the income cap at $40,000. If you made more than $40,000, you won't qualify for the next one. What the fuck? That, and that's, if you're a family of four people on $40,000, are they fucking serious? You know, I know you've seen this and I'm sure our listeners have seen this. If your employees are making more money on unemployment, you're not a wealth creator. You're a, a what is it? Now I lost it. Poverty, like, hold on. I lost the saying. Like you're, oh shit, I'm going to have to edit this out. What is the Okay, saying? I got it. I got it. I got what it. is the saying? If your employees are making more money on unemployment than they did working for you, fuck you. How about that? I mean, yes, but you're not, you're not a job creator. You're, um, oh my God. Why is a wealth my... extractor? Well, that's what you are. Like you're I mean, a capitalist. You're, yes, you are extracting it's... wealth from the workers. It's when you take advantage of something. A rapist. Uh, I tweeted earlier. Isn't it interesting that a rapist and a racist is only one letter dis- difference? Mm, something to think about. Ooh. I got four. There's a lot of overlap, guys. <laughs> what? There's a lot of overlap. Oh, yeah. Speaking of racists, have yeah. you seen Hamilton on Disney Plus? Uh, okay, so I started watching that um, on Sunday or something when I was folding clothes, and I got about an hour into it. Like, and I've read the criticisms of it, the intellectual criticisms of it. I I kind of agree. It's fine. I had a thought. Like, it's fine. It was entertaining. They're all very talented. Like, I'm glad they worked and everything. But I gotta say, watching it, and it was an hour, an hour in, I was like, I'm exhausted watching this. They must be so exhausted performing this. And so, my wife has wanted to go see Hamilton for years. Mm-hmm. She's been talking about it forever, and I just could not make the investment to see a bunch of geeks rapping about history. I had heard some of the songs, like, I'm not throwing away my shot. That shit is terrible. Oh, uh, yeah. But... Last um, last fall, I capitulated, and for our 10th anniversary, wow. we went and saw Hamilton. Nice. And I was pleasantly surprised. I actually enjoyed the show. I still don't ever want to hear any of those songs outside of the context of the show. If you're just listening to Hamilton and the Whip, you're a fucking geek. People do that. People do that. Yeah. We had a, we do a lot of karaoke, my uh, yes. wife and I, because yeah. she's some sort of Chinaman, and they're into that sort of thing. I've done karaoke with you guys. It's very fun. Wait, you've done karaoke with us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. DC, when, when we went to see Nas, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
we went after after the Nas show. We went at the Kennedy Center. Yeah, it was the twentieth we anniversary of Illmatic. Nas yeah. performed at the Kennedy Center with the National Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, and we did karaoke afterwards because that's what we do. Yeah, that was very fun. And we did karaoke with a group of uh, friends think, and acquaintances. I think it was and about somebody, eight of us. Oh, oh I was talking about. A, oh, a I was gonna say, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Somebody did not one but two Hamilton songs. And I was like, wrap it up, B. Nobody wants to hear that shit. <laughs> I mean, listen, theater nerds are theater nerds. That's just what they do. I'm just like, I was, it was, it, what I saw, I just, I watched an hour of it. They're all so talented, for, for sure. But I was exhausted. Like, I forgot that, like, musicals don't have any talking. It's just song after song after song. No, so so I was not prepared for that. A lot of musicals, which I hate, by the way, do have talking. Hamilton isn't so much a musical as it is an opera. Like, That's literally all is. of the dialogue is sung. That's what it is. Because I was like, when I was watching it, I was like, I, I thought I've been to musicals where they talk. I guess they don't. Maybe I was misremembering it. But I was exhausted watching it. I was like, oh, another song? God. That's a lot. That's a hot take. Yeah, Anthony Hamilton... Not Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton is awesome. You listen to some Anthony Hamilton music, <laughs> and then a pot of grits will just appear on your stove. It's it's wonderful. Uh, Andrew Hamilton. Isn't that his name? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know his name either. What? Oh Wait, what is his name? Wait. It's Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Shit, we both got it wrong, bro. I was like, Alexander Hamilton and his son both went out sad as fuck. They're a couple losers. Uh-huh. Anyways, do we have anything to say about these PPP loans, how terrible they are? What's going on? No, it, much like Alexander Hamilton, mm -hmm. they steal from the taxpayer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does, did he do that? Yeah, so the, the, like, the storyline in the play mm -hmm. where um, Hamilton makes up, well, Hamilton reveals that he was being blackmailed by a woman he had an affair with. And he was writing checks to pay that blackmail. But there is no proof of that. And the letters historically are really suspect. So it's most likely that Alexander Hamilton was actually embezzling money from the U.S. government. Mm. I feel like anybody who ri rises to power, they're, they're crooked and they have no scruples. How did you get to be in a powerful position anyways? That's why you should trust us, because we are powerless. <laughs> Completely. A funny thing has happened recently. Mm. The GOP, and not the party officially, but mainstream GOP candidates are embracing QAnon. It's crazy. And, okay, so a little bit of a um, uh, briefer about QAnon. This is, I'm going to just take it from... Travis View, who studied QAnon and written about it a lot for the Washington Post. This is, this is just one of his quotes. This is what they believe, that there is a worldwide cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles who rule the world, essentially, and they control everything. They control politicians, they control the media, Hollywood, and they cover up their existence um, by doing that. And they would have continued ruling the world were it not for the election of Donald Trump. 
Right. They believe that Donald Trump ran for president specifically so he could take down this satanic, satanic pedophile cult, this cabal. The, the man who has extensive ties to uh, Jeffrey Epstein, many, many pictures. He has also been accused, allegedly, of being a pedophile himself. But that's just like, you know, that's shrug that off. That's what the QAnon people do. They shrug those accusations off. It's insane. Um, and so Q is apparently, this is the story, Q is this poster who started on 4chan, moved to 8chan, and he said he was basically um, a military intelligence with a tie to Donald Trump, and he got, gets all his information, and he posts about it. It's fucking hilarious is what, what it is. Yeah, so he posted, like, Q is probably a group of people who post on the chains. Yes. And they post these cryptic messages. Okay, so you know what? They didn't start off so cryptic, but then everything that he predicted didn't, or Q predicted, didn't come true. And so the messages got more cryptic and more cryptic. And that's so that his followers can just, like, paint on their own beliefs onto whatever he says. Right, and Q will say something vague, like the wind blowing, and then the wind will blow at a fucking Trump rally, and they'll be like, told you! <laughs> you want to hear something really funny I read about it in my research? Um, so it, Q's posts have become more cryptic and vague, and one of the things that they do is they, like, he'll post, quote, codes... And a inform, information security researcher named Mark Burnett concluded they're not actual codes. It's just random <laughs> typing on a keyboard. He's just like <laughs> pounding on a keyboard. But um, yeah, so the the all the almost all the characters in the codes alternate between the left and the right hands, or the characters are close to each other on the keyboard, which is just hilarious to me to think that somebody's like. Like, banging away on a keyboard, like, oh, they're really going to fall for this code. Meanwhile, someone's at home with, like, their red rotor decoder ring trying to figure that shit out. Seriously, seriously. Um, so, like, a couple of things that these Q, not, Q has supposedly uh, predicted was Pizzagate. He said Pizzagate was real. Um, he also, or obviously that turned out to be false, said Hillary Clinton would be arrested after the election. Um, the Debbie Wasserman Schultz hired MS-13 to kill Seth Ridge. <laughs> Angela Merkel is Hitler's granddaughter. Mass shootings are false flags for gun control. And this is a really funny one to me. Um, the Mueller investigation was actually a front for Donald Trump to work with Robert... Robert Mueller? Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, to actually investigate the pedophile, uh, pedophiles in the Democratic Party. Right. Trump pretended to collude with Russia right. so that he could bring Mueller on to have this secret investigation right. to expose the satanic pedophile Democrats. Yeah. You want to know my favorite QAnon factoid? Please tell me. Is it has been insinuated that Princess Diana was killed because she was trying to stop 9-11. Princess Diana died in 1997. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> And she was running away from paparazzi. What was, what? 
Like, come on. I, it, it, that's insane. Four years before 9-11 happened, she was working So as ludicrous it. as all this is, in the year 2020, 58 current or former mm-hmm. GOP House candidates have tweeted out QAnon messages. Yes. There are nine oh, it's QAnon supporters who will be on the ballot in November. It's 12 now. It's 12? Holy it's shit. 12. Yes. Five are from California, two are from Illinois. There's one from Colorado, Oregon, Georgia, Ohio, and Texas. Can we talk about the one from Colorado? Uh, sure. The QAnon supporting um, congressional candidate, Lauren Boebert, is probably going to win. She unseated a GOP mm-hmm. incumbent in a very red district. Mm-hmm. Lauren Boebert, just Google her. You will not find a picture of her without an open-carried sidearm. Oh, that's crazy. She's a, a business owner. She owns a restaurant called Shooters. Okay. It's a play on Hooters, but instead of titties out, all the waitresses have guns. Oh, my God. Has anybody died there? Has anybody been Probably shot? Probably from food poisoning. No, like, like this is legit. This is a real thing. You can't make this shit up. Oh, my God. Can you imagine going to a restaurant and everybody has a gun out? Everybody has a gun out. Be like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening here? You just stumbled into that restaurant. That would be a scary situation. Oh, man. Like, I'm on a road trip with my very minority-ass family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, let's stop here. Um, you know what's crazy about their beliefs? It's like, here's the thing. I actually believe that every industry probably does have a very powerful group of people who are pedophiles or sexual like predators like oh do tell do tell i mean it's all out in the open jason there's been extensive like uh writing and research like and reporting on like hollywood and the music industry politicians catholic priests the media finance like think of all the people in hollywood that are known predators what's his name that Brian Singer. He yeah, fuck, Brian Singer is fucks known. with like 17, 16 and 17, allegedly. <laughs> fucks with like 16 and 17 year old boys, allegedly. So According to the boys. Yeah. So it's like, it's it, there's nothing being hidden. Like, it's all out there. The only, the only industry I think that maybe doesn't have a, a high, a powerful pedophile like ring is like book publishing. I just feel like they're nerds and nobody is doing Why that publishing? Shit. That's the most random thing. Are you are you angling for a book deal here? So <laughs> no, I just not trying like, to alienate the public. <laughs> no, I just feel like they're nerds. Like they're not doing that stuff. Um, but like, think about the music industry. How many like young female singers have said that producers are, like assaulted them? Ooh, how many legends mm-hmm. legends do we know have slept with teenage girls? Yeah. I mean, like, beloved figures like Bowie, Mm -hmm. Prince. So here's the thing. This is what's funny about this to me, is that QAnon ignores all the actual real shit that is out in the open and reported on extensively, and then they go, Donald Trump is our savior. Yes, and and Satanists. Like, are they taking the cues from 1985? Like, really, Satanists? I know. What are you guys playing, D&D? Come on. Um... It reminds me, why do you think people are so drawn to this? Because people are dumb. 
Real, more than that, though, of course. No, it's it's very simple. People are dumb. I mean, yes, people are dumb, but I also think people want to think that the world isn't random and unjust. They want to think there's a reason things happen, and also they're yeah. dumb. Yeah, also that. Speaking of dumb and QAnon, have you seen the Twitter account of this guy KW Miller who's running for um, tw- running for Congress in Florida? No, please, please tell me. Oh, he is the best. It is the craziest. Like, he is fringe even for QAnon people. Mm-hmm. He tweeted out the other day that Beyonce, this is a quote. Oh, I saw Beyonce yes, is not even African American. She's faking for exposure. Her real name is Anne Marie Latrazzi. She's Italian. This is part of the Soros deep state agenda for the Black Lives Matter movement. Beyonce, you are on notice. All caps. You're on notice, Beyonce. <laughs> But today, today he tweeted out that Ariana Grande was on notice for the opposite reason, that Ariana Grande is not, in fact, Italian, but African-American. Do you think he's trolling people, though? Do you think he really believes this? I feel like it's so outlandish. It's like, is he real? It gets so outlandish. I saw that thread. Oh, man. Like, but it's, it's nonstop. It's all day, every day. It's not you know, just the Beyonce thread. You know they're a cult. You know, the, the Venn diagram of, like, Trump supporters and QAnon, like, believers is a circle because they're all just fucking dumb people in a cult. It, that's I mean, what it is. I just can't imagine getting all, like, worked up into a fervor because Patti LaBelle is an Illuminati globalist puppet. Patti LaBelle? Patti LaBelle, Patti LaBelle just wants to sell people mediocre pumpkin pies at Walmart. <laughs> Does she? Is that what she sells? Yeah, it's patty pies. Oh my god, I bet they're delicious. Um, yeah. I don't know, dude. This these these people are sad. Don't fuck with Miss Patty. Yeah, don't fuck with Patty. My my mom loved her some Patty Labelle. I listened to Patty Labelle growing up a lot. Um, you know what I think it is. Have you ever heard of the Just World fallacy? No, tell me all about the just world. So policy. it's this belief that the world is an inherently good place and that a person's actions <laughs> I know, right? It's hilarious. A person's actions bring morally fitting and fair consequences to them. So good is rewarded war- so good is rewarded and evil is punished. Um and that's kinda what it, it, it's kinda like that's what that this reminds me of. People believing in a just world and that Donald Trump is going to make it a just world somehow. I don't. He's the most. It's. They've been conned by the most. Like. Criminal. Like con man. To be president. He's not even a good con he's man. He's a I mean, bad one. We all know I guess it. he's good because he's successful. But, but he's not really. No. Like the con is not sophisticated at all. No it's not. And like he retweets them. He retweets QAnon people. He he so he just keeps fueling it. But you know what? I don't think he even understands what he's fueling. I have I he has the attention span of a gnat, and I'm pretty sure like he just sees one line and it's like a compliment and he doesn't read read any more of the tweet, he doesn't watch any more of the video, he just retweets it. And they, I don't think he understands QAnon either. I that's what I'm saying. He doesn't use the internet outside of Twitter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't even know what he's doing, like, why he's, he just sees a compliment, and he's like, yes. 
And so they, they read into it and think he's like sending them coded messages. It's really sad how dumb they are. And that we all have to live with their stupidity and <sighs> the president they elected. Yes. All right. Well, we're supposed to have a guest next week, so we're looking forward to that. Um, Jason, anything else you'd like to add? I would like to add that, as always, our theme music, Too Cool, is composed by Kevin McLeod, licensed through Creative Commons. Our social media is done by Dustin Lamar. Thank you, Dustin. Follow us on all the things, please, and please rate us and uh, leave us a, a good review if you have it in your heart. Um, somebody just left us a good review last week, and it was very nice, and thank you, person, who did that. Um, yes, thank you, person. I don't know who you are, but you left us a... You know what? I give you five stars, person. Yeah, me too. Um, Jason, till next time. Till next time.